sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, in addition to the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early evening with some booze and conversation. Tonight, we are back in our sweet spot. Interior designers are on the show. Brittany Meidinger and Shannon Knutson from Twig and Lou Design Company are with us. Shannon, Brittany... Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you. We're excited. We uh, are absolutely excited. We had the girls uh, – uh, I should say the girls. I'm sorry. We had the gang <laughs> uh, do a quick shot of vodka beforehand. Yeah. And uh, reluctantly Yay. you've agreed, so <laughs> you're already prepped. <sighs> Speaking of bad decisions, um, Dan Newkirk, my good friend, you're back with us again. How are you? Uh, I'm doing better now that we're not drinking Smirnoff this week. I know. Oh, my God. Shout out to Pat from Steiner yes, last week. Sorry, man. You came on the wrong week. You came on the wrong week, brother. <laughs> we're drinking Grey Goose tonight. Last week we drank uh, – And sanitizer. <laughs> we drank sanitizer. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it didn't go all that well. But we're having martinis tonight, right? Uh, a perfect summer day, yeah. Perfect. All I, mean, right. I mean the older generation, you know, this was martini hour as I believe. Yeah, no, absolutely true. Like uh, five o'clock, any time between three and five would be a yeah a martini. It was a happier time, you know, don't you think? Definitely. Yep. <laughs> like, would you guys? Let me ask you. So, would you guys like be happier in a world where three o'clock a cocktail cart comes rolling down and you had to work another two three hours, or getting out an hour earlier and skipping the cocktail? This was not the random question, but it seems like I a good question. I was going to say, is this ask. the random question? This that's is like yeah. an easy one. Um, I, uh, I would say it depends on the day. It depends on the day, for sure. Probably. <laughs> what about today? I mean, cocktail. All right. Yeah, right. yeah, cocktail. For Excellent. sure. Excellent. All right. I, I, I think everything is more fun with a buzz. So, uh, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> something you don't have to necessarily point out. And speaking of buzzes, we're going to go straight to it. So, Brett, why don't you hit us up with our mixing music? And uh, Dan, take us through our cocktail creation. So we're going on the rocks today. Uh, and because we're going on the rocks, I just I didn't want to over-dilute or under-dilute. You guys just choose your own adventure. So if you decide to suck it down really fast, that's on you. One of the things I do for a uh, dirty martini is I ask the guests and uh, Greg and Brett earlier, was how do you like your, your martini dirty? Do you want dirty or do you want swamp water? By swamp water, I mean do you want like the saltiest, briniest? Woohoo! That totally takes away the flavor of vodka. Clearly, you two are going that, that yes. route as well. Yep. We also have uh, blue cheese stuffed olives and garlic clove stuffed olives. The, uh, the fun reason why I chose Grey Goose today, um, it's one of the only spirits that I still drink from my 20s that I still uh, abide by. Uh, I went to a blind taste testing at the Schmierdorf plant. Uh, back in the uh, the early 2000s, and I, I blind taste tested 72 different kinds of vodkas, uh, and my palate was very underdeveloped back then. But this was the only vodka I could pick out due to its extremely oily, uh, very recognizable mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, uh, one of the only spirits I still drink that I drank in my 20s. Which I'm from Wisconsin, I don't have to say much more than that. Yeah, no, seriously, that's that 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 speaks volumes. And you know the the typical recipe for a vodka martini: pour to your little heart desires. Right, and typically in uh, Minnesota culture and Midwest altogether, nobody really puts vermouth in their vodka martinis anymore. So no, there is no vermouth in here. It's vodka and salty brine. Now, do you have an issue adding vermouth to a gin martini? Absolutely not. That's the way it should be done. Great. Gin just has more 
character that you want to add to and, and you know and highlight. Whereas vodka, it's just a you know, it's a neutral grain spirit. It gets, it gets you drunk. Um, with you 100%. 100%. But here's the thing. So, I mean, you know where I'm going to go with this already. We've been doing this for a while. Then it's not a martini. If there's no vermouth, if you're not at least suggesting vermouth, then it's basically just vodka and olive juice. You know I agree with you. But this is the only way to communicate to a regular person. Fair enough. Layman. <laughs> the layman, the civilians out there who only drink maybe two, three times a week. And speaking of two, three times a week, one of the, the rules I say in a bar setting, uh, my my Uncle Reg told me this joke, and mind you, he was, you know, 80 at the time, and he was a World War II vet, and uh, in his in Uncle Reg's voice, boy, my martinis in Manhattans are like a woman's breasts, three is too many, and two is perfect. <laughs> and I still, I still tell that story. It's <laughs> <laughs> a warm story. It's a charming story. How old were you when he, uh, when he I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, start us early in, in you know, Scotty. Growing up in Wisconsin. <laughs> All right, so there it is. You're mixing it in now. You two are going with the uh, the uh, uh, blue water. cheese, the swamp water, yeah, and blue I think cheese. I want garlic. Blue cheese. You're switching it up. I'm gonna do garlic. Well, I might do one of each. Wow, as in you're having two martinis, or you'd like garlic. two olives? No, olives. one olive, one blue cheese, and <laughs> one, one, garlic. Cheese, one garlic. I thought you were taking Dan's uh, uncle's <laughs> advice to heart. <laughs> All right, so there it is. Two olives uh, mixed up, and we are doing these on the rocks. Now, would you would you occasionally shake these, Dan? Well, it wouldn't make I mean, it depends on how much you know dilution you want, right? It, it, yeah, it totally depends on that. Okay. All right, cocktails are prepared, and we will be distributing in just one quick minute. While Dan is sending those out, I'm going to hit you guys with a totally random question. <laughs> right, bring it oh, on. Boy. Okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. Facebook viewers might know why I'm asking this particular question. Uh, there's a, one of us is wearing a kimono uh, in studio, and surprisingly, it's not Dan. <laughs> but here's my question for you. I have always resented German tribesmen for destroying the Roman Empire because if it wasn't for that, I could be sitting in a toga right now, and I think that would be incredibly comfortable. So yes. my question is, would you guys ever be able to date guys if they were a guy who wore a toga? Toga? Or- <laughs> yes. Have you ever dated a frat boy is what he's really asking. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> not. We got one I, no? I no. no. I don't think so. Togas hard- are no. Toga, the white toga. I mean, it doesn't have to be white. Whatever sheets you got available in the house. I mean, yeah. I, I guess, look, if a dude was just walking down the street in a toga, then by yeah. all means, I would say this is not dating material. <laughs> right. This is not someone you're going to ask. But if if guys in general wore togas... Would that be something you think would be horrible, not horrible? Could it mm-hmm. happen? I mean, there was a time when no one could imagine wearing masks, and suddenly we're all wearing oh, masks. Gosh, I know. Um, I mean, I don't know if that was the norm. As long as it's the norm. But I, I don't know. Otherwise, no. So start a trend? <laughs> yeah, do it up, Dan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you need to try one on, Dan. Um, I could see you actually rocking a toga. I woohoo! Would yeah, shucks. You could totally do a toga. <laughs> Did you know it's a little known fact that actually togas were not worn by most wore tunics in ancient Rome. You wore a toga if you were a man of tremendous importance or if you were a prostitute. So we would both wear togas. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your own adventure and which side of the lines you fall on. 
<laughs> That's true. I, mean, I guess I should clarify. Women who wore togas were prostitutes, which I guess would be kind Don't of – Don't gender rule us now, bro. Come on. I hear you. I hear you, brother. All right. What do you guys think of the, uh, of the martini? Is it uh, salty enough? Well, it just stirred my finger in it. Let me try Cheers. it. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Slightly abbreviated drinking music. Yeah, you did it late. <laughs> yeah, wow. I love your faces. This is great. Yeah, this is hardcore. Slightly burns. <laughs> that's Slightly how you know it. I, I gotta tell you, it yeah. is demerit. The last thing I want to hear out of a woman's mouth, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> All right, and that means we're going to take a quick break, go to the commercial, and hope we can get this back on track. Stick with us, folks. Walk away. This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and Drink in the Style. You may not realize it, but a trained, skilled interior designer cannot just beautify your space. They can functionify it as well. I don't know if that's a word, but it is a thing. So why not check out HabitationDesign.com and see if it looks like we're right for you. If it does, give us a call and let's schedule an appointment, in person or virtually, to make your home exceptional. HabitationDesign.com This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural, drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. You have the cool, clear eyes of a seeker of wisdom and truth. Yet there's that up turn. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. I'm Gregory Rich, your host, and my guests are Brittany Meidinger. Hello. Thank you. And Shannon Knutson. Hi. Both from Twig and Lou Design Company. Uh, we're talking interior design today. We're having a great time because we're drinking pretty much straight vodka. Uh, <laughs> In something that we're pretending is a martini, but if we didn't catch it on the front end, I refuse to recall something a martini just because it's got an olive in it. And you also refuse to set your glass on the table when you do a, a cheers tap. So different strokes for different folks, Greg. I know. It's true. I'm always torn on that. Do you guys do that? Like I when do. you toast someone, then you but tap? Do you, do you know why you're doing it? No, it, I don't it's, do that. It's cheers to us and cheers to the establishment. Oh, really? It's paying homage oh. to where you're at, yeah. Oh. Which I appreciate, but it, it just real. feels I've been drinking for the better part of Your whole life. 40 years or so <laughs> at this point. How that? It seems artificial to me if I stop and I do that and then I get self-conscious. That's okay. Just stay you. All right? Be you, boo. Yeah, just be, be you. you. Nobody else wants the damn job. Somebody's <laughs> yeah, going to have to be me. Just stick to it. That's fine. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate yeah. that. All right. So should I start, by the way, uh, by calling you guys Twiggy and Lucy Brown? <laughs> 
You're going to ask for the story now. <laughs> the story would probably help. Twig and Lou, and then I went and talked. So Twiggy and Lucy Brown. Who wants yeah. to start? Twiggy, go for it. All right. So I guess so. The story of how our name came about. Um, I guess so. She and I obviously were starting a business, and we're like, oh, "What are we going to call it?" So, um, what do we put? Put a bunch of words down on paper. <laughs> we're going to meet. And then we're going to, like, just hash it out and look at all the words that you wrote down. So we get to, like, kind of the end of the meeting and Shannon, like, looks down at my paper. And she's like, Twiggy, what's Twiggy? And kind of laughs at me. And I'm like, well, because well, I had Twig on mine. Yeah. Yeah, Twig and then you had Twiggy. Yeah, so. you're like, what's Twiggy? You start, like, kind of laughing. And I'm like, well, it was my nickname when I was a little girl. One of your nicknames. Until she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, little girl, Greg, little girl. Little girl. Mm-hmm. When I was a little girl, yeah, my grandpa called me uh, Twiggy. So... I just was like, I don't know, I just think it'd be kind of cool, like Twiggy and something. And I think at the time I said Twiggy and Pug or just something, I don't know, mm-hmm. cutesy and different. And okay. then um, Shannon was like, well, my nickname was Lucy Brown. And we shortened them to Twig and Lou. And there it is. And Lucy there Brown, now why were you called Lucy Brown? Well, my dad called me Lucy Brown. Okay. I think from the cartoon Lucy Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know Although, really why. Wait, is it Lucy Brown? Isn't isn't it Sally Brown, Charlie Brown, then Lucy Van Pelt, and Linus Van Pelt? This whole time. Yeah, which been, one? Why am I living a lie? Well, let's be a lie. Watch. I thought it was from the Peanuts. I thought it was from the Peanuts, too. Well, Lucy. The what? Well, which one? Lucy. Well, where did Brown come from? It wasn't Lucy Brown, <laughs> Charlie was it? Brown. Charlie Brown. I'm going to have to ask my dad how he got Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to take a break so you can go call your pop friend? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. I don't know, but he called me Lucy Brown. and okay. Yeah, so it was Twig and Lou. Yeah. Twig and Lou Design Co. And which is a great which it. is a great name. I, I like the name a lot. It's It's got a nice rhythm to it. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's solid. But the design company is is probably an important ad. <laughs> For Twig and Lou kind of leaves it open to who knows what it could necessarily be. Yeah, who knows? Be. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, well done, little dinger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's how Twig and Lou Design Company came to be. Tell us about the firm itself. Uh, when did you guys establish it? And you know, and, and kind of what types of projects do you do? Yeah. So we started the company almost two years ago. Has it been a year and a half? Yeah, so January 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically, I mean, we do mostly residential interiors. Um, we'll dabble in commercial a little bit, but mostly residential. Um, kind of, we partner with builders and remodelers to do their selections for all of their like countertops, flooring, okay, um, any of their finishes. Um, which is always an interesting kind of part of of the industry that you know people don't know a lot about. I mean, if you're if you're in construction or a builder or an architect. <laughs> You don't necessarily have design staff. I mean, you're worried about, you know, whether the house is going to stay up in the event of, you know, (laughs) some kind of tornado. Um, And a lot of them will engage third-party designers on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Once you develop that kind of relationship, it's wonderful because you get a sense for, you know, what the client wants to achieve and you can kind of draw that out. It's helpful to the builders as well, correct? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and we're working with the client usually directly to make all of the selections for the finishes, which it's a huge part. I mean, it's very time-consuming, and usually I feel like clients get very overwhelmed at all of the options, Mm -hmm. and then they don't know what 
goes together, what works, or what's up to date. Yeah. So, you know, we're kind of narrowing that down and presenting that to the client. We had a project the other day where uh, um, one of the designers went out, and there's a woman who was uh, redoing their entire house. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was built in the early 90s. And then, you know, when she came in and she took a look and she chose all the carpeting, not for the walls, but for the floor, um, <laughs> carpeting. <laughs> <Not> and, the walls. <laughs> listeners to Papa Giorgio know what we're talking about. Uh, and tile and things like that. You know, people aren't designers. They aren't aware of what the trends are. So mm-hmm. they make decisions based on what appeals to them. And what appeals to them is in most cases not what the future is going to hold and right. rarely what the present is. Or a lot of the time it's what they already have. Yes. And it's just like, oh, we're just going to get something really similar because they can't think out of that box yes. of what they've already been looking exactly. at. Have you ever done that where like somebody will come in and want to do a kitchen and they kind of pick out what they already have had? Yep. Or what they see someone yeah. else has and, mm-hmm. oh, this is probably what I should do. But they don't right, exactly see outside right. the box of what other things you could do that maybe they didn't think of mm-hmm. that are really – and you're paying cool. money for this. I mean, yeah. you know, you're bringing in a professional and it's costing you money if you're making bad decisions on your own because, mm-hmm. you know what, if something looks even five years dated when you go to sell it in, you know, two years or something like that, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. Whereas we are in this all the time. We know what the the trends are. We know what colors are trending and what colors are trending out. Right. So by not using a designer, you're Often costing. Yeah. I'm doing a great plug for us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I will say the fact that I've been to Greg's house and like every time I go there, I, I spend a little more time just staring at stuff. <laughs> he his house is so interesting to like. You could just take a take a day. And just walk around. <laughs> and like, what's that, Greg? What's that, Greg? He's like, well, this is my ancient artifact from Roman times. But it's I cool. It. It's very yeah. cool. Like, and you know, you're kind of a busybody when it comes to stuff because me, I just want. Just give me my space. Like I don't care. Or, or you, you want to be enriched. Well, I like, you know, I draw energy off of the stuff around you. I'm in the business mm-hmm. as you are. I mean, you know, when you own a furniture store, of course, you know, you have some beautiful furniture, but you don't have to look very hard to see that everything has a nick on it, which is why it didn't uh, get sold. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that your house? <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you, that used to be the case with the house. And then I had Carl, uh, you remember, and Michelle Haven, so I think you know. Yeah, yeah. Who's a, a, Love her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, who was running Habitation at the time. And they finally, they'd come out and they're like, all right, your house is just a hodgepodge of mm. everything. Mm-hmm. We're fixing this entire thing. So they mm-hmm. came in, they redid the entire house from more or less top to bottom while we were on vacation, I surprised them. Oh, nice. Cool. And it came out way better than any than I ever could have done anything because they're designers and yeah. I'm just a dude who happens to own a furniture emporium. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take another quick break and then we're going to come back with uh, Twiggy and Lucy Brown. So stick around, <laughs> folks. This is the love I give to you alone. How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. 
dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower. The self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance. And you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina and online at HabitationDesign.com. Again, HabitationDesign.com. These days, our home is the center of our world. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. If we're all going to be spending a lot more time at home, doesn't it make sense to make your space the most attractive and most functional space it can be? At Habitation, my experienced, degreed interior design staff can help you select the perfect furnishings for your home and your lifestyle. Furniture is more than one size fits all, and there's more to making a room work than a couple of chairs and a sofa. Whether it's a modular sectional carefully selected to maximize your living room or the perfect bed, dresser, and nightstand combination to create your dream bedroom, Habitation can help you achieve the space you've always wanted. So check us out online at habitationdesign.com or schedule an appointment at our Adina showroom. Habitation Furnishing and Design. Make your home exceptional. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. You came along and everything started into hum. Still, it's a real good bet. The best is yet to come. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. The best is yet to come. Unbelievably good song and a particularly good rendition. There are a couple of different Sinatra uh, Sinatra covers of this. And coming off of this album, I think, is his smoothest, best version. Are you a Sinatra fan, Shannon? I am, but I don't know... Well, you don't have to be an expert. The names of the songs. I'm with you. I love this stuff, but I have no idea what the Yeah, I mean, I, I really like listening to it, but... I only I play this when I cook Italian food. As you should. Mm-hmm. Although, quite honestly, Dean Martin is better for cooking Italian food. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, <laughs> I can't believe you just Sinatra shaved her for cooking. I know. Purposes. No, no, no. I totally. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just. Yes, you're right. No, listen to Sinatra when you're cooking. But Dean Martin is. <laughs> Dean Martin has more of an Italian rhythm to everything oh, that he's really? always cooking. Yeah, I know. Seriously, it's. it's but but hold, hold on. Here's the real question. When you're cooking Italian, what are you cooking? No. It's not. It's not good. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, uh, spaghetti. <laughs> fair enough. Heard. Yeah. Panay and peppers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not much of a cook. That's fair. Really? I'm really not. Really, you know, cooking is something you have, you don't have, and also you sometimes you get into, and sometimes you get away from. Yeah, you know, I just don't like. I don't like cleaning up after. Mm. You got to clean during. Always, that is always. the single yes. most important rule in cooking: mm. clean as you go. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, it's like it's you know. What was the quote I once used yeah. uh, on, on one of the shows? <laughs> Clutter is decisions postponed. Mm. Oh, the same is true of dishes. It's building up. It's clutters dishes. But you just while do it I'm cooking, yeah, and things are hot, and I'm cutting stuff. I'm. 
you yes. know. I mean, it's it's hard, but you know, I mean, if it's clean, if it's easy, it's fast. You can just do a quick. Please, wipe please down. tell me you're, least, you're at least Get drinking while you're doing these things. What's that? Uh, I, I, at my, least my favorite time to drink is when I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's relaxing. I mean, you definitely have red wine when you're cooking, right? Or tequila, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You have to be have if it's Italian, it must be red wine. If not, and if you drink while you're cooking, everything is better. You'll taste more. You'll be in a better <laughs> yeah. mood. Tequila's not Italian. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> All right, shall we do tonight's musical notes? We shall. All right. Give me that grass, Greg. I have never Sinatra shamed anyone in my life. I can't believe here you're listening to Sinatra while you're cooking, and I tell you you're wrong. You should listen to Dean Martin. That was not my intention. You didn't really shame me, though. I feel like that's just advice. But you know what would be better? That's what he said. He shamed you. It was a little bit of shame. It wasn't meant to be shamed. It was better to to, to level it up. It's all right. I'll get you back. I bet you will. I bet you will. All right. Tonight's musical notes. Here we go. This evening... We are featuring 1964's It Might As Well Be Swing from Sinatra and the incomparable Count Basie. Sideline. We were talking about knowing the names of the Sinatra songs. Usually Sinatra songs are just what named whatever the refrain is, which that's is great. That's life. I like the, that. That's life. The best is yet to come. It makes it easy. But when yeah. it comes to album titles, dude was not good at picking album titles. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. It Might As Well Be Swing. What is that? Even... And that's not one of the songs on the album. No, no. I wonder if that was his deciding or like somebody else's. It, it was an experimental phase of his life. It would have been his because this was when he had the reprise label, which okay. when he started his own record label, fifty years before Kanye was even a twinkle in his father's eye, uh-huh. Sinatra was leading artists on their ownership of their own of their own musical stuff. I love that. I know, right? Does he have kids? Uh, he does. He does. None of them really worth tracking. Although Nancy Sinatra's boots are made for walking. <laughs> really? She's saying that? I, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe no. six sentences ago you actually referred to Kanye, but you're the same guy that calls it the TikTok. The TikTok. I'm deep, baby. Nancy Sinatra is his daughter. Also his wife. He named his daughter Nancy as well. So his wife Nancy – and then his daughter Nancy, hmm. and he has a song called Nancy with the with the laughing face, hmm. which I've never actually known if it was about his daughter or his wife. But I don't care because I don't really like that song that much. Okay, <laughs> got it. Dismissed. Excellent. So, uh, wow, I am ripping on the chairman this uh, this afternoon. <laughs> I apologize because you know what? The next segment, the next statement in the in the grass. And just so you guys know, not good. We're doing Snatcher the whole year. So you but, are yeah, whole year. Yeah. He has that much that much music though. That's the thing. We started with his album release in 1950. Mm-hmm. He did some stuff before 50, but it was kind of all really kind of croonery and slow, and I just don't dig it. Sure. And then every week we're doing whatever album he or he released next. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes us pretty much through the entire year. Mm. Did you already do Dean Martin? No. <laughs> He's out of the plan. 2022, baby. Yeah. 2022. <laughs> okay, back to back to tonight's musical notes. Okay. I will grasp this, uh, this album in a moment, and it's going to be an excellent rating because this is an excellent album. But I want to take a moment to talk about the aesthetics of the cover art. This is the way people will look it up. I'm thinking about this. It's really kind of bizarre. A mixture of fonts in an enviable mid-century color palette weaving through the floating disembodied heads of Frank Sinatra and Count Basie. Striking. Uh, It's more than a little bit disturbing. An early example of Photoshop gone wrong. Regardless, 
The album art might be ugly, but the album itself is a masterpiece. There are virtually no duds to be found on in these vinyl grooves. And by the way, Dan, I noticed when I was writing this, grooves, groovy, I never thought about that as a connection. You're dating yourself, bro. There you go. I know. <laughs> I think I just saw a great pop up on a I'm pillar. totally going to look this up. Yep. <laughs> right? I'm working this in. I'm, this is a yeah. thing. So the best is yet to come. More. I want to be around. These are all amazing tracks that make this album something you absolutely positively are going to want to have. So in terms of grass, the Gregory Rich album acquisition scale, I'm giving It Might As Well Be Swing – 36 and 5 eighths points on a 39-point scale. <laughs> I'll spare you the search for the common denominator and tell you, just put this on your Spotify rotation and buy the album if you're into vinyl. It is fabulous. All what right. do you think? Yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to look it up. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm selling them on Drink in the Style for $24.95. <laughs> All right, there it is. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to uh, talking about design, Brittany. Yes. All right. <laughs> you are a Century graduate. You went mm-hmm. to school actually with Habitation's own Carl Wallace Peltier. Yeah. And I want to ask you this kind of difficult question in a lot of in a lot of ways. But I mean, how would you describe the benefits of using a trained designer versus someone who has not gotten a formal degree? Okay, and I'm kind of laughing about this question because it is a controversial question, I think, depending on who you ask. It's a it's a very – if you ever – by the way, folks, if you ever want to insult a designer, call them a decorator. And uh, then yeah. in the morning <laughs> or when you wake up and come to from consciousness. Dan's like, I don't get it. Oh, I got it. It's like, oh, did you go to bartending school, bro? About? Like, uh, you're you're like, dick. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Carl went – I got to I gotta write up. I'll let you talk in a second. Okay. <laughs> I got to write up in the Star Tribune on an article once and they referred to me as designer Gregory Rich. And I'm oh. not a designer. I never intend. So yeah. for a while, I kept telling Carl that he had to listen to me because I'm a designer. It's in the paper. And his <laughs> response was, you will show me your degree or you are a goddamn decorator. <laughs> I love it. So what do you have oh, – so what do you see as the benefit? What do you learn in design school that is beyond sure. – So. I'm just going to speak to my experience on that. So I think, you know, okay, one, I kind of feel like you are born with this, like, natural creativeness to do this job. Agree. Um, schooling is great. I think, you know, I've learned – you kind of learn the technical things. And then um, beyond that, I feel like what it did was open the doors for me to get a job in the industry. And once I had a job in the industry – that's where I learned so much. So what was your first job? Well, I worked for another design firm. Got it. Yeah. Often the case. So, yeah. So that's where I got so much more training and just hands-on and you're in the industry. And then – so I don't know. I feel like somebody who is looking for a designer, I would say more so to look at their portfolio, look at their style, and um, if you click with them, like, like their personality. Mm-hmm. And go from there. Because I've never been asked about my – well, no. I've been asked about my education a couple times, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's either to make small talk or to figure out how old I am. Your, your work should talk for itself. Really? Mm-hmm. Your work should talk for itself. Yeah. Well, so I I mean I think it's important because it gets you in. Of course. Mm-hmm. But then you learn so much more on the job, I think. I mean ex- there's no substitute for experience. And you're right. I think mm-hmm. there's a group of people who, who are born with – 
a combination of aesthetics and spatial awareness. Yes. And the universe says you shall be a designer or you shall be a decorator. This is what you should be doing mm -hmm. if you're in it. Um, but then you know you take that, and there's never a substitute for experience. There's no way that two, three, four years can you know prepare you beyond no. what you would learn in ten years in the necessary no. field. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it, it's if, if you're coming in and you're working with somebody young, and they don't have that experience. And my line is always, Dan, do you remember? Absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks, brother. You say a lot of shit. I know I do. <laughs> Experience gives you the ability to see the future because the same stuff happens oh, over sure. and over and over again. Yeah, it, and you know what to expect. Yeah. And so that's my thing too is like I still learn on every project. Every day. Every, everybody's new. always yeah. learning. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it's about your passion too. Like obviously if you didn't have an interest in design, because mm -hmm. I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum okay. where – I didn't initially go into interior design. I had a whole other degree. Really? What was your degree? Hospitality and tourism management. So I was in uh, restaurant management. Good for you for getting the hell out. Why I did that, I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was many years ago. Yeah. Um, but so I did that. But I always like helped decorate my friends and family's homes. Like I always knew my true passion. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I can get paid for this. Then I was no like, how am I going to figure yeah. out how to make this into a career? But I did go back to Century for kitchen and bath design. Mm -hmm. So I did get that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know. So you've so gotten I some – I mean because there's, there's formal training that does help. Understanding, oh, you know, yes. spatial layouts. Rendering and, and – yes, exactly. all of that. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yep. So it almost seems as though, you know, at a certain point perhaps if you don't have – like it's, it's true of anything. You know, a degree eventually does become irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Experience will supersede the basis of yes. a degree. Yes. But Hands-on training, I feel like you learn so, yeah. so much that you would never – you wouldn't learn in school. But no. you – you know, yep. it's, it's – Mm -hmm. No, it's it's it's, it's it, well. I mean, it goes down to. Do you guys remember the old the old movie? Well, you don't. Do you, do you, do you probably don't I either. Probably do. No, I'm. I no, I'm do. all alone here. I was Which going to one? reference Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Absolutely, come I on, man. That. All right, are we solid yeah. on this? I'm out. You're out. When he's correcting the professor who is laying out the the you know how businesses run. Yes. And he hits mm. him up with you know you've yeah. forgotten a lot of things. But, but then he also bangs the professor's girlfriend, and that was a whole other debacle. So. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the movie. Come on, mate. I have a class on Tuesday. I have a class on Thursday. Why don't you call me when you have no class? <laughs> I've, I've used that line many times. Solid. And Robbie, Robert Downer Jr., one of his like earlier roles, like fantastic. Oh, it was a great movie. Yeah. I want to watch it. I should watch it with my daughter it's, before it's, she it's goes on, to. It's on uh, HBO right now. We're on it. Yeah. All right. One more break, gang. And then uh, – yeah, then we're going to let Brittany and Shannon ask me a question or two because they seem anxious to do that. So sure? I'll have another shot and then answer what they want to know. <laughs> this is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural, drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. 
You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. Dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit, so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower, the self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance, and you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina, and online at HabitationDesign.com. Again, HabitationDesign.com. It's the good life, full of fun, seems to be the ideal. Yes, the good life. Let's you hide all the sadness you feel You won't really fall in love Cause you can't take the chance So be honest oh, There's no good place to break into a Sinatra song When Don't it's introing you on the radio Right? It's true you're listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Maybe you're listening to it on a podcast or something like that. However you're listening to it, thank you. Thank you for being with us. We are speaking. <laughs> we are speaking with Shannon Knutson and Brittany Meidinger. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much. From Twig and Lou Design Company. Mm-hmm. Before I forget. Because I do, and that's why I always start segment four with this. Tell mm-hmm. folks how they can check out uh, more of your work. And I waited and until well, you were eating the olive. Yeah, <laughs> so the garlic. Um, you can go to our website at um, www.twigandlu.com. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Twig, Twig and Lou Design. Is it Design Co. or Design Company? I don't know. Twig and Lou start Design typing Company. in Twig and Lou and it'll come up. <laughs> yeah. okay. And two G's and then, on the Twig. Um, so the European spelling twig. of Twig. Yes. And oh, Lou I never is L-U. I just made it up. Oh, I was say, that makes us <laughs> fancy. <laughs> wow. Twig and Lou's prices just went up 7%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, Instagram. So Twig and Lou underscore Design Co. Yeah. What do you guys yeah. use most? What's your, what's your go-to social media platform? Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, and then it links to Facebook, so... Yeah. So everything flows over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it does make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot with the house? House? No. Mm-mm. Do you? You like house? Yeah. Do you Not like that house? much. Not that much. It's, no. it's difficult because it's kind of become like a uh, an online market. You know, for sure. online yep. purchasing, and we don't sell online. I mean, that's not what we're about. We're about design, mm-hmm. not about selling you a sofa. 
Right. Yes. Right? And we don't want to get kind of sucked down into mm-hmm. that. You all sell a lifestyle. We sell yes. hope and dreams. We That's sell right, dreams. Caviar, caviar wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of that show without thinking of, yeah, no, yeah, we're not I talking about I 45. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> right. Um, so there it is. So we know how to find you. And again, it was Twig and Lou, T-W-I-G-G-A-N-D-L-U.com. You know, so I was on your site mm-hmm. when I was preparing for the program, taking a look, and this kind of dovetails into our conversation off air, which is styles associated with it. One of the things I really loved about some of the projects you guys put up was kind of the boldness of of the work sure. that you've done. Not, you know, the crazy over the top, you know, you'd never actually live here, but I mean you 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 will do black walls, for example. Yes. Tell us, tell me, all right, let's just talk about Black Walls, Miss Kimono. Um, What are your thoughts on that? I mean, go bold. And it's just paint, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know. I mean, my dining room is black at home too, but I feel like it's just a good backdrop to everything else you put in the room. Mm -hmm. I think black, it sounds so scary when you just say to a client, let's paint the walls black. But if you see the whole vision... Mm-hmm. I got to say, like as a naysayer, I, I don't understand this black wall thing. Like, I, I love the concept of it, but like then I, I think about like high school where you have like the glow in the dark stars in the ceiling. <laughs> I, just, I, don't under, I don't understand the black walls. Like, I'm just, well, I mean, Dan we Newkirk class it up a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you hey, need you here got- is stick on stars. <laughs> glow in the dark, stick on stars. Glow in the dark. Yeah. No, it's weird. All right, so like the black wall thing. Here's yeah. the deal. You know, the traditional, conventional wisdom is you know dark walls close in. And I do not understand that. I say this I to people. Either. Look, yeah. if you're outside, if you're at night and you're looking into the sky, do you feel closed in? No. It's no, eternity. No. It's endless. A black wall just is is the elimination of limits. Yes. It's a good backdrop to statement lighting, artwork. Right. Yeah. Other bringing colors in with pillows. And it's just it's, moody yeah. and cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It just it and feels – yeah, and sexy, and you yeah. just yes. you just feel kind of cool. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's swanky, especially if you have a martini in your hand. Yeah, totally. I always want to go home and paint my room black. It's, it's, you should. You should do that. I want it painted black. I see a red door, and I want it painted black. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but but it's true. But but you've also got a lot of what I would call kind of. Um, more transitional, some cottagey aspects. So here's the question for yeah. you, Shannon. A signature look. Most designers will not say they have necessarily doors, mm-hmm. and you can. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a, you work with a client, and you are going to reflect what they want. That's your job, and not for what sure. you want necessarily. Mm-hmm. But would you say that most designers really down deep have a signature look? And do you guys have something that you're kind of predisposed towards? Personal, I think that a lot of designers do have a certain look as far as what they want their brand to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and their style. Their and- style. Um, gosh. I don't think, I don't know. I can't, I don't think Brittany and I have a signature look per se, but I think that we bring in the elements of um, open and Light, but yet we bring in more statement pieces and more dramatic pops of like different colored walls, um, 
yeah. adding texture. I don't know. Texture what do you is think? key. Texture true, right? with you know wallpaper and yeah, love wallpaper. I mean, I think statement light fixtures is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, something more unique. I and thought you were going to talk about the statement light fixture, the the crystal chandelier that uh, that, that I bought from you. Yeah, <laughs> it looks awesome so, in our foyer. I love so that. cool. Wait, wait, so, so yeah. you bought a piece from Greg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you never got to see the office. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't sad, understand it. Sad story. I know. We didn't I get the know. invite. <laughs> I must never have been there. Maybe I was just trying to be polite. Oh, you were <laughs> too busy working. I'm always working. But I'm also always drinking. So <laughs> That's what you were doing back there. Same, same. possible. Yeah, exactly. But, so, okay, I don't think we have a signature look, but I think that we – I mean, I feel like one thing we tend to do with clients a lot is we're okay with working with some pieces that they have existing. Mm -hmm. If it's like a family heirloom piece or a antique Mm -hmm. or something like that, but we like to bring a fresh, updated look on it. Right. And we like to do what's something different, what's unique to you. We don't want your house to look like your neighbors. Mm. No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, that's actually you've you've just hit something huge, which is you know, which is so often overlooked. People think that a designer is going to come in and just clean house, start from scratch. Mm-hmm. But that's oh, not no. what it's about. No, if you have an armoire that you are in love with, mm-hmm. yeah, let us help you make that armoire work in this space. Yes, and, and bring new light to it. Yeah, because yes. you're going to look at things like you know, most people without design experience or training or what have you, are going to look at the armoire and maybe at best they're going to say, well, maybe if I match the wood of the legs on the chair to the armoire, it comes together. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. There are shapes in that armoire. There is a whole you know, nest of design going on that mm-hmm. you can then fold it in through things like even texture mm-hmm. you know, and, right. and, and using the right pillows. I know you and Carl are both like huge pillow people, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shannon, too. Oh, Are you? I'm addicted to pillows. Yep. So Are you? Pillows. Yes. I love pillows. And I think, too, that we mix a lot of old and new, like you said, like pieces that the homeowner loves, they want to keep, then we'll bring in more modern, new touches, and also um, we mix styles a lot. Yeah, so we'll I think mix we modern mix styles. Rustic. Yep. Um, and then the also thing we do is um, mixing price points, right? So, I mean... Mm-hmm. And in our area, I feel like we have the splurge pieces and then we save on others. So maybe that's a statement light fixture or a hand-knotted rug and then, you know, I – Perfect. We'll shop at Home Goods for accessories and that's okay because Mm -hmm. that's – I mean – It is. I mean that's – as as a designer, that's the idea. It's not that I want the – you know, most expensive, bougiest, right. biggest piece I can have on every level for everything. You have a budget. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always talk about is, you know, when someone asks you, what is your budget? They're one of two things they're looking for. If they are just a salesperson, they are saying, how much money do you have that I can take? If you're a professional, yeah. if you're yeah. a designer, you're saying, how much do I have to work with to make this space what you want it to be. And it may be, yes, maybe you do want a $5,000 sofa. Mm -hmm. That's going to be awesome. And if that's the case and I know what your budget is, well, then I can give you a chair or a coffee table that isn't going to break the bank. Right. And you guys embrace that. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that's totally our clientele. 
At least right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> everything can change. We all want the, the clientele who simply says, yes, make absolutely yeah, everything the best you can all. possibly imagine. <laughs> Money is no object. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, make sure it, that client prepays, by the way, if anyone ever comes in and tells you that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but it's true. So you guys do, by the way. So you will – when you're working with a client, you'll come up with a plan. You're working with a bunch of different uh, stores, a bunch of different uh, avenues to select products. And yes. you're yeah. going to manage that budget to make sure that they're getting what they want. And I think a lot of times we do have to educate them on – you know, they have the budget for their remodel – pieces mm-hmm. of the project, but then they forget about the furnishings and the window treatments and everything that is like the jewelry and top of everything. And I then know. they want to skimp on the the furnishings, but w- that's our job to let them know, well, we need to budget in for the furnishings, for the rugs, for everything that's going to make this amazing at the end. And that's why if you're working with a builder who's working with you guys, that's a quality builder because he understands the happiness is going to be tied to those finishes. Right. He doesn't leave anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is, my friends. We've drunk our way through another episode. <laughs> Shannon Knutson and, and Brittany Meidinger from Twig and Lou Design Company. Thank you for being on the program. This week's quote, Dan, I won't cheat you. It's from Frank Sinatra himself. You better get busy living because dying is a pain in the ass. Good luck, everybody. Thank you.